0: David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. It's Monday, March 21st. I am in Miami at the Mortgage Collaborative Conference. It's a great conference. We're enjoying so many meetings already, seeing so many friends. And I encourage you to check out the Mortgage Collaborative. And uh, these kind of conferences are just so beneficial to lenders. And this podcast is created by mortgage professionals, it is for mortgage professionals. And we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Again, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. I'm so excited about our Hot topic segment this week. We have Lori Brewer, a good friend, formerly owner of LBA Wear, which was recently acquired by Simple Nexus. And I encourage you to go back and check our show notes because we did an interview with Kathleen Schreiner-Gates. I just love Kathleen. She's an amazing leader and has done so much already for our industry. And the thought of both her and Lori TV together. Oh my gosh folks, you're going to want to listen to the hot topic segment. Lori gets into some of the exciting things that's already beginning to happen as a result of the acquisition of LBAware by Simple Nexus. So tune in and listen to the hot topic segment. Thank you goes out to Industry Syndicate. Check out all the podcasts at IndustrySyndicate.com. They promote our podcast as well as some of the top leading podcasts in the nation. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America, as well as Finastra Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution. Experience the power of a fully integrated approach to mortgage lending that simplifies the borrowing experience and streamlines the process. For employees. Also, the Lenders One conference in Phoenix. It was great, well attended, and there was so much information. Also, we have the Mortgage Collaborative, TMC. Go back and listen to the interview with Rich Zerbinski on February 7th that I did. And also, we have Total Expert as a sponsor. Thank you. I'll say a shout out to Knowledge Group as a sponsor. They do a great job as a learning management system. Check out their new release, it's coming out April 1st to get on the announcements. When that is being released and the information about that, go to the C-O-O-P dot com. Comparing the team, got some new stuff coming up. It is really cool. Also, Mobility MMI, Mortgage Market Intelligence, and Modix. Both of these sponsors do a great job of helping you recruit top LOs and give you intelligence about what goes on in the market. Be sure to check these companies out. Also, we're thrilled to have SnapDocs as a sponsor. They help lenders overcome obstacles to adopting e-mortgage technology. Also, Success Kit. I love what Julian Lumpkin and the group are doing. Check out the interview we did with Julian January 10th, on 2022, successkit.io. Also, I want to say a special thank you to the Lender Toolkit. We want to thank our sponsor, Penny Mac, TPO. Go back and listen to the interview with Kim Nichols on November 1st, 2021. Also, I want to say thank you to FormFree. Then, finally, a special thank you goes out to Debbie Weemus at the DW Consulting Group, helping people with their LinkedIn profiles. And finally, I want to say a special thank you to Rob, Les, Alice, Alan, Matt, and my good buddy Jack Nuttery, who's going to take over the podcast for me at this point. Thanks, Jack, for co-hosting. You're welcome, David. We can't wait to get you back in studio. We want to hear about how you did racing Ferraris in Las Vegas and your time in Miami. Looks like David has a wonderful life traveling around the country doing some exciting things. Can't wait to hear about it, David.
1: I'm excited to have as our Hot Topic guest a good friend, Lori Brewer. Anyone who might not know her, Lori Brewer is a former officer in the U.S. Air Force, Boston Marathon finisher, mother of three boys, and EVP and general manager of Simple Nexus. With over 25 years of mortgage banking, Lori manifested her forward-thinking visions into the development of numerous fintech applications, including Premier Incentive Compensation Platform, Compensate, and Turnkey Mortgage Business intelligent software Nexus Vision. Lori Brewer, so good to have you back on the podcast. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing fantastic. It's so great to be here with you, David.
1: Well, we had a great interview with Kathleen Schreiner-Gates. That was such a good interview. I enjoyed her. I enjoyed the leadership that she's bringing to Simple Nexus. And most people know that your company, was acquired by Simple Nexus. And I'm so excited for the combination of you working with Kathleen. She's an amazing individual, amazing leader. So, two amazing leaders working in the same company. Oh my gosh, great things lie ahead for all that you're doing together. So, I'm very excited for you. But give us a little background in yourself and how you got into mortgage technology and then the recent acquisition. Give our listeners a little insights into that just for a few moments.
2: Sure. And I do have to say, Kathleen, I haven't had a boss in 12 years. And now I report to Kathleen Schreiner who is just an amazing person. She has an amazing resume and fantastic experience and sales and marketing and leadership. And so new to have a boss for the first time, but I don't think I could have picked a better one. She's been great. So Lori Brewer, for those that don't know me, I've been in the mortgage industry for several decades. I was in the Air Force and kind of got into the early Web.10 oh with HTML and animated GIFs and all of these things back in the 90s. And when I got out of the Air Force and I was essentially a webmaster, I went into the Air Force. I had an engineering degree But the web was coming around and I was just so hooked on this idea of creating something that so many people could interact with online. So we had like back then it was the list server and just flat HTML pages. So after I got out of the Air Force, I went to a small company that designed websites for. companies and a mortgage company hired us. And that is how I got my start in 97. That's how I got into the mortgage world was I worked on creating an in-house website and database and automation of several things around their LOS. My company went out of business. So I like to say I'm an accidental entrepreneur. Best thing that ever happened to me, but I might not have ever been brave enough to start my own company. So financial crisis was really scary, but it ended up being a great thing because um, out of it, came my company, LBAware. and I started that in 2008 and did whatever we could to make money, essentially different products and Compensafe was one of the products that gained traction because lenders had to manage compensation and be prepared for auditors. And as we know, especially in the independent mortgage world, there's a lot of different ways to incent individuals and tie quality and quantity in with how we pay commissions. And that's what that system does. So fast forward to the end of last year. And in October of 2021, we were acquired by Simple Nexus. Again, one of the best decisions I've ever made. They are just a fantastic company, very similar culture, Matt Hansen, Ben Miller. They're just amazing people. I've been having a ton of fun.
1: Oh, I'm so happy for you! So excited about it! This is truly, I think it's like chocolate and peanut butter coming together. I think it's a perfect combination. It's great things are going to be coming ahead. I'm just going to be excited. so let's talk a little bit about one of my favorite products that you had that has been recently rebranded. Simple Access rebranded Lime Gear into Nexus Vision. But before we delve into that, what inspired you to develop a business intelligence solution for mortgage lenders?
2: Going back to when I worked for that mortgage company and we built out this internal intranet Mm -hmm. and it handled everything we could throw at it. And the things that we solved or tried to solve are repeat issues, I think, in our industry. And it really boils down, in my opinion, to there's a lot of people in corporations that don't necessarily have access to the data and information that they need or want to have access to in a real-time manner. And many branch managers, area managers, operational managers, They're using, for example, the LOS pipeline views in Encompass, or they're downloading data into an Excel sheet that they may save in a non-secure location or email it. And people across our industry are devising their own strategy and their own workflow for how they can manage their pipeline and their production and look at their people and their metrics. So. We have several BI products coming out on the market, but what I saw is that I felt we needed a product that handled that 80% of what lenders that need across the entire industry, visibility into their pipeline, activities, what do they need to focus on next? What are my people doing? And if I can tie the people activities with the compensation, that is really key information, especially if you're looking at where you might need to coach someone up or who truly are your top performers that might not just be your best Volume producers, if you can combine that with other metrics, that can really be telltale around who are the superstars in the organization or vice versa, the ones that need help. And that's really what it is. It's data visualization. Getting it in the hands across the organization of the people that need it and when they need it.
1: I tell you, when I first saw Lime Gear and going, what a solution for management! Because one of the things that when I'm in consulting to companies, I oftentimes get introduced. This is my top producer, and the top producer takes a solid pride, sits up with the chair, and says, "Yep, I am," and hands out his hand. And almost every time I leave that this is the top producer introduction, I go and ask and start looking at it. Almost invariably, Laurie, the person that they think is the top producer, maybe volume wise, is not the most profitable lender or LO in the group. And I think that's what I love about Lime Gear, but they're rebranding it. I love Nexus Vision. I think that does a great job, but talk a little bit about what's behind that rebranding.
2: So we felt like we had an opportunity to go ahead and rename Lime Gear with a name that was more appropriate for where we're headed. So Nexus Vision sets up a larger view of what we're trying to build. And that really is like a one-stop shop of what you need and it's not making any decisions but it's providing the information in front of everyone in your organization so that you can make decisions and I think Lime Gear was a catchy name nope. <laughs> and nope. I still love it but it aligns with the simple nexus brand and it speaks to where we're headed because now we have more resources more doors are open like we're going to be blowing the top off this
1: product. One thing I loved about you, Lori, even if you develop something, just released it, you are always obsessing about what you can do to make it better. I've listened to you talk to lenders. And that's one of the things I love about you. And I think that's why it's one of the benefits that Simple Nexus picked up when they got you along with the company. And I'm so glad you're staying involved in the business because you have that obsessive desire to constantly be improving. So what are some of the new features and enhancements we can expect? in Nexus Vision.
2: Yes, we're constantly adding things to it and there's so much yet and so much to do and we have a giant roadmap. But right now, we're in beta adding general ledger records so your accounting profit and loss records into the database and into the visualizations and the insights so that we can marry the production with actuals that have your closed book records, if you will, along mm-hmm. with The very detailed commission and bonus and override records we have from CompensAFE. And we also partner with experience.com with social survey scores. We were always headed toward the, we need the actual P&L records. Because if you haven't seen Nexus Vision, you really just need to see it because it just pops off the page so that we have a lot of graphical views of your data. And so now we can add in what was the profitability of that branch or that LO or that loan, or let me view in a scatter plot where things fell out or were above if we're looking at pricing or exceptions or things like that. So we're in beta on that now and working toward rolling it out to the initial lenders that have signed up. And so that's our first large module release that is coming out of Nexus Vision.
1: Very good. So what sets Nexus Vision apart from other BI solutions on the market?
2: What we see really in the marketplace is there's agnostic BI tools, right? Your Power BI, your Domo, your Tableau, your Click data. And these tools are super powerful and amazing and also a little bit complex and possibly hard to administer and grow and scale, because most lenders are in the business of lending and not in the business of writing software. Right. There's a lot of lenders out there that are doing it successfully. I feel like there is definitely a market for lenders that don't want to worry about hiring a software engineer, and I can tell you it's extremely hard in this market because we have a lack of software engineers and everybody tells their daughters to start coding. <laughs> we need more girls coding. But at the end of the day, if you want to have something that is more turnkey, then that's Nexus Vision. You do not have to hire someone to administrate the platform. We're going to give the best of the best based on all our clients together in one platform that doesn't require someone as administrator or a developer. The other side of the coin is there are several great BI products in the mortgage industry in our vertical that are specific for mortgage already. Some are built on some of those, Domo and Power BI. And those are, again, built for our industry. And I feel like we're still different in that we're trying to be turnkey, no administrator, and something that we've spent a lot of time on authentication and access levels. So we cut our teeth on compensate. We never share commissions or bonuses or overrides between you know individuals that shouldn't see each other's info, but yet you can see your team and your branch and your region. So we built on that in Nexus vision, so you can still use all the data and you can set it up on up to 10 levels in your hierarchy so that you can determine who can see which pieces of the platform and that's a really powerful aspect of the platform that sets us apart
1: a lot of companies are looking at should we go out and license and use Nexus Vision or should we develop our own you mentioned Microsoft Power BI there are those that will want to go try to do it on their own because they convinced they have a special way of looking at their data To that group, what would you say?
2: Great question, David. And we do get that question a lot. And my answer is, I think you should do both because data is so powerful. If you do it right, you should be running your entire business based on, first of all, looking backward and what has happened, what's happening now, but then also moving into let me project and predict. What's coming. But from the perspective of buying a license like a Power BI license, having a report writer or a software engineer or an analyst that knows the product and can connect into your LOS or HRIS or whatever databases you have, that's powerful because you're probably going to want the control and customization for studies that you want to do. And we know this industry, there's always something happening that you (laughs) need to know the answer to. Nexus vision is going to supply the rest of the story. I said it earlier, but it really is the 80% quick turn. What's my pipeline? What are my activities? Let me set up notifications and alerts on concessions or exceptions that are happening. Let me have scorecards. And these things can move you down the field much faster to supply your company, you know, arm them with that information so they can make better decisions on their daily lives. And then have a couple of Power BI licenses to do research and studies. I think they go great together. And we even have a term, dual BI strategy. And I think it works fantastic.
1: That is encouraging. I did not expect that answer. That's good, though. I agree with you. So, Lori, how does Nexus Vision empower employees from the branch level to the C-suite to perform better? And if you could give us an example.
2: Sure. I strongly believe, if it hasn't come out already, that you have to empower your employees and give them the data they need to run their business more effectively. So along with that, there's this idea of standardization across the organization. And those are kind of the invisible parts of a really good data and BI strategy is is setting up the proper foundation of defining what is a closing date and what is a closed loan, and defining what an LO is, which sounds so silly, but... You get into these things and then people can start debating it. And when it's decided at the corporate level, this is what we will count as a closed loan. This is what is an exception. This is what puts somebody on the watch list. Then once that's decided and it propagates out across the organization, they're still running their own business, but they are following at least the idea of some standardization. So now they can compare And I truly believe that once you start comparing and you enter into this competition almost between Mm -hmm. other branches, regions, LOs, you name it. And if you trust the data for those competitions, then it lifts all boats because now we trust the data, we're competing in a like environment. We have the same language across how we spell out things. I think that's super powerful. But so an example would be in Nexus Vision, we have what we call a weighted score and it allows our clients to select one, two, three, four, 10 KPIs and weight them. So you might weight your customer satisfaction score 40% of this final weighted score, and and then volume may only be 20% and pull through maybe another 20%, and you get the idea. Now you come up with this weighted score, then you propagate that across the entire organization, and it's including things other than just volume. And it becomes really, really fascinating to see who now pops up to the top. And it's maybe not your processor that's doing the most units or your underwriters decisioning the most loans, your LO that's closing the most loan volume. Now you have these tools to kind of compare and contrast across the organization and it becomes really fun, I think, because a lot of lenders come from a competitive background and we see that play out really well. If it's a healthy environment that people trust the data, because we all understand the definition of everything. We have a commonality of language. And then now we have these leaderboards and scoreboards that kind of really pick out some star players across the organization.
1: Is there any great examples you could give us and how this has really helped the production people focus on what the C-suite is really wanting them to focus on?
2: So we have seen, of course, the data and the weighted scores used for the positives. And then also we have scatter plots in our system that allow you to, if you imagine the scatter plot, that's your grid with Mm -hmm. dots all over it. And in the lower left quadrant would be the individuals that are Going left to right would be volume or units they've produced over time. On the vertical scale would be percentage of attainment of whatever KPI or goal that you're looking at at the time. So I hate to use kind of a a negative context example, but I think it is pretty important in today's day and age because over the last two years, we've just hired and hired and hired and some of that production may be waning, especially if you did a lot of refinances. So people are unfortunately, having to look at If I need to make cuts or if I need to refactor what roles my employees are sitting in, they are using Nexus Vision to look at who falls into that bottom left quadrant. And so you're using data and you're able to pick out your lower quadrant people. I think it's important to have that data if unfortunately you have to have some sort of reduction in force, not only just for compliance and auditing, but also to be fair across the board and the organization, because having the proper records on who you may need to let go is important. And so we have seen lenders using that for that specific case.
1: So what I'm looking for there is, does this create teachable moments or coaching moments when you're working with those in the bottom quadrant, especially when they can see others in other quadrants? Does that create those kind of opportunities?
2: definitely coachable moments. And I believe we're up to 13 scorecards. So cards on on the basic positions and roles, LO, of course, LOA, processor, closer, underwriter, uh, shipper, post-closer. And then we also have your investor and your broker. And this is exciting because we branch managers are able to use those. And when they're having their one-on-one with individuals in their branch, they're able to bring up that scorecard, have it in front of them. Of course, the employee has that same view of their own scorecard, and right. it shows where their weighted score is, what their volume units, and then all their KPIs and how they're doing compared to the expectations of those KPIs. And we color code all of that, have all right. the arrows and things like that. It puts it right there. And I wish I had that, you know, at LBA where announced simple nexus when I do one-on-ones, I wish I had a one single screen on my employee that we can talk through like what's happening here or you get great there and we're providing that in nexus vision which is really powerful.
1: That's really exciting. In what ways do you see Nexus Vision having a positive impact on lenders overall business or their day-to-day operations? You touched on it, but any other ways you see a positive impact?
2: I Still see my friends in the industry, unfortunately, coming in and it's a constant fire drill of phone calls, emails latest issue. And one of my really good friends likes to say, I can fix most things if I know about them before they happen. (laughs) And Uh it's a silly statement, but if you have the right kinds of things up on your computer screen that you're looking at, your day can go so much better. I think unfortunately in our industry, we're in a reactive mode a lot of the time. And I think that just kind of sets it everyone up for high stress day. And I don't think it has to be like that. I think we could do a much better job of organizing things and setting up accurate expectations with everyone that plays a role in the manufacturing of the loan. And of course, with your borrower and your partners and just getting in front of that and being able to make a change or call the borrower with something that needs to be said if you can do it early and that's what we're working on is it's just getting that out in front of people so they can make better decisions, have better conversations, set better expectations, and hopefully we'll have a little bit of a, a, a less reactive day and a more proactive day.
1: Yeah, that's so good. You're a part of the MBA Empower Group. You are a big fan of it. I've been there at most of these meetings. I loved what you said earlier. Let's get as many female coders into this. What would you say to inspire those that would become in after you and be the next Lori Brewer in the industry?
2: I'm not sure what it is on why girls sometimes are a little afraid to sign up for their high school computer science class, but I see it in our high school. And what I would say is coding is so much fun. If you like puzzles or figuring things out, having this challenge and then being able to produce something that then completes that challenge or completes that puzzle it's a very satisfying career. Plus, of course, there's just going to be a demand for it, I think, ongoing. Uh And there's just so many different facets of it. I think maybe just the term computer science turns some people off and females in particular, but there's so much to it. I mean, there's UI design, there's graphic design, there's animation. There's just so much to it that I could go on and on 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 why it's a good idea to at least take a class and investigate it.
1: Yeah, I strongly encourage it. It's so true. You've been an inspiration to many already, and I know you will be. You're still young, so you'll be an inspiration for years to come. So glad for you on the sale of your company to Simple Nexus and the partnership with Kathleen Schreiner-Gates. The two of you, oh, my gosh, I am so excited. It's all about leadership. And Kathleen has just a great track record. And the two of you teaming together, I can only imagine what Simple Nexus has to bless us all with in the future. So thank you so much, Laurie, for being here. Thank you.
2: David, thank you for having me. It's always fun to catch up with you. So thank you.
1: Thank you very much. I wish you continued success, Laurie.
0: So, but intro week, if you're going in see seeing more on our website, you'll see all the new podcasts we're releasing intro week during that. So we've expanded beyond just the flagship podcast here we have on Mondays. To cover more and more topics that are out there that need to get covered, and so that's a lot as a result of your requests, listeners. So appreciate it. Again, thank you to our sponsors: Finastra, Lenders One, Mobility MMI, Modex, the MBA Knowledge Coop, the Mortgage Collaborative, Snapdoc Success Kit, Lender Toolkit, PennyMac, as well as Total Expert. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great week. I look forward to having you back here next week. <laughs>